Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am your host, uh, Tim Genovese, Oz Marketing, Web Developer, and Sales Noob. With me today, as usual, we have Oliver Young, Sales Director for the Young Automotive Group, and J.D. Diz Bradley, (laughs) Corporate Trainer for the Center of Excellence. Uh, We have talked a lot uh, about uh, some some sales philosophy in the past. We've talked about some soft skills. We've talked about some hard skills. Today, we are going to talk about a very specific hard skill, and that is the closing sequence. Now, I was unaware that there was a closing sequence. I think I've talked about this in the past, um, uh, years and years ago, maybe, what, 15 years ago or so, I sold RVs for about two and a half minutes, uh, and my closing sequence was, uh, so what do you think? Is that not good? <laughs> that's uh, that's a little that's a little tough, Tim. You, so, want, you want to buy it? Is that weak? Is that weak? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah so a closing sequence... Um, I think is a crucial part of uh, selling, right? Now, the great thing is, is JD, this is our, our 11th episode, right? Uh, this is the 11th. 11. So we've done 11. We are veterans. Now, in all of these, we have yet to talk about closing. Um, a lot of times when you hear about sales training, they go directly to closing, right? This is how you close more deals, right? Shut the door. Shut the door, right? This is, this is how you do it. I'm proud to say that this is the first one, but the reason why is because closing or getting more sales comes from everything before you move into your closing sequence. Now, that doesn't mean the closing sequence isn't crucial because it is absolutely crucial, um, and that's what we're going to be talking uh, about today. But all those things building up to the sale, building rapport, investigating, doing a killer presentation, um, those are the things that really lead up to this, the closing sequence that you should have. So let's let let's talk about what a closing sequence is. So first, it should be done right after um, you have presented the value to your customer. So whatever that is, you just did a big presentation, and now you're moving in your closing sequence. Sequence. Right? Now now we're turning into Alec Baldwin from Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, it just got real. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so right after that presentation, you're uh, you're going to be rolling into summary closing, right? You're going to be using summary closes to summarize what the customer has shown interest in and has said will prove value to them, right? So JD, can you give me a couple examples of, of what a summary close would be, let's say on a vehicle? Yeah, because I mean, obviously we're automotive eccentric. This could be for anything, but uh, the, to, to me, the most important thing, um, let's back up just a, a shade yeah. on a summary close is that you have to realize that this isn't getting more yeses out of a guest, right? This is actually confirming some of the things that they already said yes to. That's why it's a summary close. So you're summarizing some of the things you've been over. So Oliver, what what's your favorite? What's the favorite thing about that that sweet Forester you're driving right now? Oh man, I love I love the seats. They're okay. just comfortable and the leather's awesome. Is that is that heated and cooled seats? Yep, heated and cooled uh, seats. Yeah, of course, he drives the bad boy. Uh, so what I would say to you, Oliver, is I would say, man, Oliver, you told me. These are the three most powerful words in a summary close. You told me, or you said, 
or you mentioned earlier, because it's confirming to a customer's mind that this is what they told you earlier. So if I said to you, oh man, you Oliver, you told me you absolutely love those heated and air-conditioned seats. You said in the winter they were amazing, and in the summer they were even better, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so there's there's a couple of things that happen here. One, he's telling me, or actually he's saying yes to a yes that he said yes to earlier. And I know that sounds so, that's a that's a brain fart right there, right? Um, but, but what's happening is, is he's literally telling me that this is his car. It's his idea to buy it. He told me these things earlier. And then it's so important to recognize that at the end of that statement is what's called a tie down, right? A tag on, a tie down, something that we use to solidify that he, he's saying yes to this. So I'm going to say, Oliver, you absolutely told me earlier that you love the fact that this had such comfortable leather seats, didn't you? Yep. See? What happens there is the tie-down are wouldn't it, couldn't it, shouldn't it, can't it, won't it, doesn't it. And it's so important at the end of a summary close when you're summarizing what they said to you earlier that you add a tie-down because it's important that they say, yes, I did say that earlier. So some things on a car would be, man, you absolutely told me that you love the fact that it has that skyscape giant roof. You called it an escape hatch, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> you also mentioned to me earlier, Oliver, that you were pretty pumped to to pull into your driveway. And how did you put it? Give your neighbor the finger because you have a nicer <laughs> car than he does, right? Oh, absolutely. And and JD, just and just for a good example, you know, if we were talking, you know, Tim, you 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 do development, right? Correct. So if we were talking to a development customer, he said, "Hey, this this program will really create efficiencies in your uh, company, right?" Right. And or so now you I told just me earlier, yeah. you told me earlier that this would create massive efficiencies in your company. Yes, and you're what you're doing is you're confirming the value of th- of the product in their head again before you're moving in to the basic question which is asking for the sales directly right now we were using automotive i just showed you one with development this can be done with every single product regardless of what you're selling is you're moving into a summary sequence or and your 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 uh, closing sequence and it starts out with those summaries because you want to make sure you understand all the value that you've built in that customer's head before you go and do that at, and ask this for the sale. Well, and I think uh, one really interesting aspect of that is you're using the customer's own words, so it's not it's not a you know, we talked earlier about uh, combative sales tactics. This is not combative in not any way, shape, or form. This is something that the customer's already told you, and you're simply reminding them, oh, yeah, the, yeah, I, I, I certainly agree with myself, even if I don't agree with you. Yep. It, it's just, uh, you know, I could do it with oranges, right? Yeah, let's do it with oranges. Let's hear it, J.D. <laughs> I got to hear the oranges. <laughs> I mean, hey, Oliver, you told me earlier that your kids absolutely love oranges, didn't you? Oh, they love the taste of them. You, you also mentioned to me that the fact that they were so specific about sun-kissed oranges that you wouldn't buy anything else, would you? I gotta buy sun-kissed. Oh man, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, or hey, JD, you told me that you love to make potpourri on the weekends, Oh right? yeah, the, the <laughs> rind of those oranges oh. is amazing. <laughs> All right, so you can, and you're, again, you're just confirming that value sure, in their yeah. head before Again, we're talking about this as a sequence. So you just got the presentation. You summarized all the value in their head. Now 
You got to be upfront with a customer and you ask for the sale. This is, it's really funny because uh, on the, as a director, I do a lot of buying. I buy, you know, we, we buy a lot of stuff and I'll have salespeople come in and they'll pitch me their different products. And it's insane because nine times out of 10, they won't ask me to buy their product. They You're won't. an intimidating man. Uh, because it's because of my stature, right? Yeah, Five, seven, massive, <laughs> huge. Uh, no, they, they'll sit there and they'll pitch me and they'll tell me all the reasons why uh, I, it's going to make me, right? It's going to make the company better or whatever. It's going to put two inches and on then, you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll just stop and be like, huh? Well, so what'd you think? Just uh, Tim, just like you opened up. So what did you think? Yeah. And I go, oh, it was interesting. And if I don't say a word, They'll just be like, okay, here's well, my business card. Yeah, here's yeah. your card. Give me a call oh. when you're ready to do something. Well, I'll let you think about it. Yeah, Fail. they'll say something like that. And what is that doing? That is just leaving it hanging out there, not actually doing what your job is to ask for the sale. Well, and you're cutting yourself off at the knees, right? You've done you've done all of this work. You've oh. you've spent all of this time with the customer. Yeah. You've you've you know done your format questions. You've you've built rapport. You've made a friend, and now we're we're at the finish line, and we're not going to cross it. And, yeah, and JD, you've teach you've trained hundreds of salespeople. Why do salespeople fail at asking <laughs> the a basic question of Are you ready to buy? First, that's like leaving your wife on red. That that just you you just don't do that, right? Because you're gonna face the music when you come home. I have, uh, you know, most salespeople. The the thing about salespeople is, a lot of times they allow fear to dictate what happens when it comes to the sale, and, and that's the reason that we're talking a lot about sequentially having a closing sequence. Um, a sequence is an order of events that gets you to an end or a result, right? Um, and if you can practice having an actual sequence, then it'll actually take the fear out of not asking someone to sell. Because why why do most salespeople not ask for the sale? Because they're afraid that the person's going to say no. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to handle it, right? They literally run from it, right? The, the acronym for fear is either face everything and rise or forget everything and run, right? Get out. Um, it's a fight or flight reaction. And so a lot of times when I'm working with sales professionals, it's, it's telling them, look, if we can get you dialed on sequentially having this closing sequence, things that go in order, then you're going to be way better prepared to literally ask somebody, hey, do you want to buy it? Well, and it's interesting too that this is that this is such a commonly missed step because what's the worst case scenario, right? The worst case scenario is the customer says no, uh-uh. but but isn't that essentially what's happening if you're not asking for the sale anyway, right? So true. And and then you know, um, on on top of that, you, this is something where I feel like we've got to just have faith in the process, right? Everything that's led us here to this point, and now we're essentially having like a trust fall, right? Um, so do I have your business? We're falling back, and if the customer can catch us or not. Please catch yeah. me. Please yeah. catch me. And, and you as a sales professional out there, you should know your basic question, right? And the reason why I say basic question, and that's the, the, the asking for the sale, is because a lot of times I just say, well, it sounds like my basic question, right? I'm referring to all the summary, right? My basic question to you is, are you ready to purchase this right now, right? 
Um, that's an easy, simple, basic question asking the customer to buy right now, right? And what are you going to get? You're either going to get a yes or a no. And a lot of times, again, just like you were saying, Tim, it's that fear of rejection, that no right. that's stopping them, but they're getting the rejection anyway if they don't just ask for the set. Well, and it's it's also it's not like the customer's not expecting that question. They come in expecting that question, right? Absolutely. Right. It, they they're working with a sales professional, right? And you hope that a sales professional does what? Sells. I mean, it, it, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time I checked, I sell I sell cars, right? And whenever someone deals with me, I'm pretty sure they want me to ask them to buy. Here's the, here's the problem with sales professionals, though. This is what happens, is when they do the summary close and they get that, yeah, I did say that. And you told me, yeah, I did tell you that. And you mentioned earlier, yeah, I did mention earlier. And you also said, yeah, I, I did say that. And they're getting all these yeses from the customer. They're like, oh, man, yes, 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 yes. Sweet, we're ready. What do you think? They, 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 they think that that's asking a customer to buy. When we talk about a basic question, and I love the fact that Oliver says, it's a basic question. Right. Let's let's. It's basic. It's part of the if the fundamentals of selling is asking someone to buy. And so, gal, I guess my basic question is: um, sounds to me like we found the perfect product, goods, or services for you. Um, are you ready to take them home right now? Yep. Right. It. But but a lot of times, as sales professionals, we fear the no, but we think we got all these yeses when we're doing this summary close that they're they're closed. And some of them say, great, let's go ahead and write it up. When they never even really said, well, do you, do you, do you want to buy it? Yep. You know, there's just a lot of confusion. Yeah, they, 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 they try to assumptively close too much to where you haven't had a verbal, yes, I want to purchase it, right? Um, and they leave it in that gray area. And just asking a basic question it really cuts through that gray area and doesn't leave the uh, well, I never said I was going to buy this, right? Right. That's that's a worse part. After presenting something, they go, I never said I was going to buy this. So I just wanted to look at it. So that basic question has to be specific. It has to be pointed. I have to be asking specifically, you know, and, and it, it doesn't have to be these words, but it does have to specifically ask, are you ready to buy? Yes. And, and the reason behind that, why do we feel like, <laughs> why do we feel like we have to be so brave to ask someone to buy, like because of this inherent fear that these salespeople have, why do why do we feel like we have to build up to? Oh man, here it comes! I'm gonna ask him to buy, man. I don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen, bro. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? We put so much inherent pressure on, um, you know, say it's a salesperson coming back from a test drive, say it's somebody that's selling office products that's coming to the end of their presentation, whatever you're selling. Let's say I got my bag of oranges right here and I've got them on the table and they're ready to go. We sliced one open. You even tasted one. And oh man, I'm about ready to ask you to buy. Do, do you think, do you suppose part of that might be, let's say that we're doing everything right. We're, we're, we're asking all the right questions. We're building rapport. We're making a friend. Um, and now I'm in a position where I have to pivot back to you know my you have to job put your selling hat yeah. on yeah yes. exactly so, so and that's that can be that can be awfully uh, terrifying i yes. think to to go from you know i feel like i know you i feel like i feel like we've we've made a, a good connection i feel like we've made a good rapport now i have to ask you a favor <laughs> yeah we're on the same page now bro right on but now i have to go you're ready to spend your money right Terrifying. So brave. 
<laughs> and you're saying that facetiously, right? Yeah. 100%. Because I, I get the fact that there is fear. I get the fact that there is buildup. But once, and this is why we're saying that a closing sequence is so important, because when you know that you systematically follow a closing sequence every time, then it becomes easy to ask a basic question. But if you don't, if I, if I don't sequentially do this, if I just kind of take their temperature, do a presentation, and then I just go, well, what do you think? I'm not placing in their mind, well, you told me this earlier. You did say this. I'm not summarizing anything. And then a lot of people will go, well, what do you think? Do you want to buy it? And they, they hit them. Some of them have a basic question, but they hit them with a basic question before they summarize anything. It's like at the end of our podcasts when we recap. We want everybody to know, hey, this is what we talked about, right? If you don't recap with your customer and help remind them of the things that we went through right? and then ask them to buy, what's it all for? Absolutely. And and a lot of times, they'll right after the presentation, they'll just be like, all right, so let's go and finish up the paperwork, right? Assumptively closing. Mm-hmm. And what does that do to the customer? They go, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. The, the wall goes back up. Yeah, I'll wait. One sec. <laughs> yeah. you, right? So what, what is nicer brakes, to pal. do? Hey, let's go finish up the paperwork, or hey, are you ready to buy this? That it, at least you get the you're giving them the courtesy of right. saying, "I want to understand where you're at in this process, Mr. Customer." Right, and we're not afraid of the no, right? Because after if they do give us a no, now we get a dialogue through where they're at, right, and how we can turn the no eventually into a yes, rather than hey, let's go. Why, why, why don't we go wrap this up, right? And they go, I don't. I never said I want to buy this. Now where are you? <laughs> I object. Yeah, you're you're in a world of like, <laughs> well, well, do, why don't you want to buy it? Well, I was just kind of looking. Oh crap! Now where? Are, <laughs> now which way do I go now? Right? Where if you start with a good closing se- good closing sequence, you summarize it up. Bam! You hit them with a basic question. Hopefully, you're just gonna get a. You know what? Let's go. All that value makes complete sense. Let's go and do this, right? And if you get a no, you get to handle whatever objection comes out. That's that's what I was going to ask, actually. Yeah. So so let's say you get the no, you're handling the objection. Then do you roll back into this closing sequence? Do the exact same sequence again? And we'll we'll talk more about objections and really how to handle each particular no. Yeah. And the and the specific ways that sure. you do that, you can, especially if it's been. Especially if you talk for a while, you can roll back right into a summary and then into another closing question. But that'll be another amazing podcast. To yeah, come. and professionals, it's not what you think it is. It's not uh, your honor permission to treat the witness hostily. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen that way, guys. Unfortunately, that's like our last podcast. We got combat selling, so no combat selling. Um, all right, well, good. I've I've got some copious notes. Before I roll into before I roll into our recap here, though, I want to ask what action items we have out of this uh, out of this. Yeah, what uh, the action item I would want to to really say that every sales professional should do is take a piece of paper and whatever product you sell, write down as many cl- assumpt- or summary closing lines that you can think of if you were in front of a customer. If you write those out, that'll help you when you get in front of a customer, be able to rattle them off really quickly and show the value back to them um, that they that they might have come up with. So write down as many summary 
closing lines as you can think of. Perfect. So this this closing sequence, uh, referring to my notes here, this is elegant in its simplicity. I really like it a lot. So we're finishing up our presentation, and then we're going to go into a summary closing. And this is where we're basically restating to the customer what they have shown will prove value to them. So we're not getting more yeses right now. We're just confirming what they've already told you, right? And actually, we, we might get a yes. We'll get a yes to a yes that they already yesed right? Yep. I feel Dr. Seuss. I feel like Dr. Seuss right now. It's crazy. Um, a, a great way to start these assumptive closes is you told me, um, and we're, those are basically three super, super powerful words to start your assumptive close with, because now you're reminding the customer what they said. It may, it's really hard for a customer to disagree with themselves. Uh, and then we're going to use a tie-down statement at the end of that summary question. So something like, didn't you, or wouldn't it, or couldn't it, or, you know, uh, what what have you from there. Uh, from that point, we want to ask for the sale. We cannot ignore this step. We cannot be afraid of this step. We can't be afraid of the no. This is the most often misstep just because people let fear dictate. Uh, we need to know what our basic question is, and that question has to be specific. It's got to be pointed. Uh, it can't just be a, oh, well, what do you think kind of a situation. We, ha we have to specifically ask if the customer is ready to purchase. Uh, and, and then we just basically need to have faith in the process at that point everything that we've done to get us to that point to not have fear of that no if there's a no we can handle that too jesus that's ridiculous you, Tim. you make us seem like we're really good trainers that's because you're just that good <laughs> oh my God. i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to drop the noob from my title yeah, at some point you're, here. you're scared right i'm that, working on it i'm working on it that was a beautiful so, recap man fantastic Texas settles license always you see the liver details four thousand dollars of its time that's what i get from this guy all right, guys, this has been fantastic. I want to remind everybody out there, if you have questions for us, if you have ideas for future podcasts, please send those to us at podcast at youngcoe.com. We would love to address that stuff on the podcast. And by all means, go and share this podcast with your friends, family members, anybody who you think might be interested or who might benefit from this. Rate us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Give us some love. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank this you. has been great. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See you.